0: The Trump administration is planning to use Defense Department funds this year to build parts of a border wall. The White House wants to double last year's wall spending to $7.2 billion, even with last year's reprogramming still caught up in the courts. Members of Congress are concerned about the use of military construction and drug interdiction funds for border security. They let the administration know it in a letter this week. Federal News Network Scott Massioni spoke to House Armed Services Committee Vice Chairman Anthony Brown about his concerns. The Pentagon, uh, presumably at the direction of the White House, is uh, repurposing, uh, redirecting monies that Congress, in agreement with the White House, uh, appropriated for military construction projects. We have a budget agreement where we're going to uh, fund the military at near record levels so that we can ensure that we have a ready force, a modern force, that we're taking care of military families and service men and women. And that's what our budget reflects. The budget doesn't reflect nor was it designed to account for several billion dollars being diverted for uh, the construction of a border wall. So. Uh, along with 30 of my colleagues, and I can assure you there are many more in Congress that have the same concerns. We sent a letter to Dr. Esper saying, you need to explain to us exactly what the impact of it will be and, and what the, the justification is for essentially defunding military construction projects.
1: The 2020 NDAA originally had a ban on reprogramming funds in it. What, what ended up happening to that provision, and why why aren't you able to put a ban on it for further use?
0: One of the challenges that we face is that, you know, there are uh, members of of Congress and really we're talking about Republican members who have supported uh, the president uh, in many ways and blindly have opposed our efforts to block uh, the diversion of these military construction dollars uh, for the border wall. Um, Our position is that, you know, over the years, uh, even before, you know, the 116th Congress, there have been appropriations for border security, the use of technology and other physical barriers at the Southwest border. We've seen a decline in the number of illegal border crossings, and the funds that the president seeks to uh, secure, which you know come close to ten billion dollars, um, are unnecessary. Uh, it represents an outdated mode of securing the border, this notion that you're going to build a large, you know, barrier that is going to prevent people from coming across uh, unlawfully. Um, I think most people who uh, are are studied in this area understand that that's not how you effectively, um, you know, create the kind of security and protections at the border. Uh, So to take away money from military construction that goes to things like, you know, military housing and barracks and, Airfields and hangars and and weapon storage uh, depots uh, and ammunition storage depots uh, to to build a, a an unnecessary wall. It's going to undermine U.S. military readiness.
1: And and speaking of those facilities, so this money is about double what the Trump administration took out of the 2019 fiscal year budget. What what is the state of military construction and maintenance at this point?
0: Not only is it is it double that amount, but the monies that have been appropriated uh, for physical barriers uh, at the southwest border, and I'm talking about monies where both the Congress and the White House have agreed, so it's reflected in a, an appropriation passed by the Congress and signed by the president, not all of those funds have been obligated. So you're taking away from projects like a child care or child development center at Joint Base Andrews in my district, a, a an access road at Fort Meade, Maryland, Home of the NSA and the Cyber Command and so many other important DOD activities. And you're really, in, in those two examples, are just negatively impacting quality of life, uh, which is directly related to, to military readiness. So even if one were to agree uh, that there was a need to build the wall, there's no sense, there's certainly no urgency in building funds in this fiscal year because prior years have not been obligated. Uh, so on many on many scores, this attempt uh, is misguided.
1: The current state of these facilities, I mean, is the military in a, in a good spot when it comes to the state of their facilities and maintenance, or are they behind at this point?
0: We have approximately 113 billion. That's that's with a B, backlog in military construction projects. So we're not even funding all of the projects, and again, we're talking about some of them are are you know. Uh, maintenance uh, depots for, for the Navy, where, we're, we're, again, military housing, we're $113 billion behind the current need of the Department of Defense. So to de- divert uh, any monies away from military construction just digs a deeper hole that impacts readiness, quality of life, et cetera. If we're going to divert military construction dollars away from military construction, we should at least invest it in the defense effort. And there is no data that suggests that we have a national security threat at the southwest border. That's a a function of the Department of Homeland Security, Customs and Border uh, Protection, uh, and other activities within the Department of Homeland Security. It's not a DOD function. This wall does not support the armed forces, and that's why there are legal challenges uh, that I in court that I hope uh, will will eventually prevail.
1: And in this letter, what what are you specifically asking for from Secretary Esper?
0: We're asking uh, Secretary Esper to essentially justify, identify, and justify. Right. What what are the projects that that are going to be defunded? Uh, what will be the impact on the readiness? Whether or not uh, the projects from which monies will be appropriated, whether uh, to what extent they have been obligated. You know often these come in multi-year contracts. So you know what's been obligated, what, what is what continues to be unfunded. And we just believe that uh, with that information and that data, then Congress uh, is in a much better position on behalf of the American people to assess the impact on readiness. The, the, the administration clearly has taken a position that it will not impact readiness or quality of life We disagree. So we're simply asking for the data that gives Congress the opportunity to make that assessment or that evaluation for
1: ourselves. Just as a last question here for you, what sort of next steps would you be able to do after this? My hope,
0: first of all, that we receive the information back from Secretary Esper and that the administration carefully consider uh, the the impact of what they're proposing and reverse course. We have; uh, we're in another three or four months. We will begin the next cycle for the National Defense Authorization Act. Uh, if the administration continues uh, on its course, continues to divert money away from military construction projects and to a, a needless border wall, uh, it would be my hope uh, that there would be sufficient majorities, uh, Republicans and Democrats in the House and the Senate, that will demonstrate our disapproval by ensuring that in this year's Defense Authorization Act, uh, the one that we'll be acting on for, for 2021, that it will um, severely restrict, if not outright prohibit, the president from diverting those funds. So that would be a matter of amending the Defense Authorization Act, probably having to amend the National Emergency Act and whatever provisions in law the president is not just using, but many of us believe abusing uh, to achieve his uh, misguided purpose. House Armed Services Committee Vice Chairman Anthony Brown speaking with Federal News Network, Scott Mocione check out scott's story at federalnewsnetwork.com
1: pop quiz what can you buy for $3.99 not a latte but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee you can get all your favorite music ad free while other streaming services jack up their prices live ones membership is only $3.99 per month and you can lock in that price for a full year join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads unlimited skips and maximum audio quality Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you've entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person